Hey everyone, it's Susan Pierce Thompson and welcome to the weekly vlog. I'm here with Irina Lee. Hi. 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 Irina Lee lives in Norway and we are in Oslo right now, my husband David and I, and we have spent the last few days walking around Oslo. I will tell you that we love Oslo. <laughs> uh, my husband is Norwegian in background and when we land, in the Oslo airport, we feel completely at home. There's something about, this country is like made in an Ikea mold or something. There's something very organized and well-run and well-functioning and beautiful about it. And there's sculpture everywhere. And the people good, are... Good weather every good. time you come. <laughs> Thank you for arranging that for us. Uh, this is our second time in Norway. We came two years ago for the release of the book, Spistai Fri. So yeah. Spistai Fri is the Norwegian edition, uh, the Norwegian version, the translation of the Brightline Eating book, which yes. we published, I published in my publishing company two years ago. Yeah. So Irina has a publishing company herself, and she does Brightline Eating. She's a bright lifer. Uh, how much weight have you lost? You've lost some weight. I've lost 40 pounds. 40 pounds and, and kept 20, that off. Kept that off. Uh, it's my fourth year. Four years. So oh I, I started October 15, lost all the weight, mm -hmm. uh, 40 pounds in 200 days. Uh, I was amazed. You were, you were right. I became happy, thin and free. <laughs> and yep. since uh, April uh, of 16, I've kept it off. Yeah. Now, Irina is um, a pioneer. She, because she had a publishing company, she was able to buy the rights to the Brightline Eating book and publish it in Norwegian. What's the translation of Spistai Fri? What does that mean? So it means, literally means, eat yourself free. Eat yourself free. So like eat, eat yourself free. Eat yourself free from being overweight, eat yourself free from having cravings, and eat yourself free from having all those terrible health conditions that a lot of people struggle with, right? Yeah. That totally. has something to do with their eating yeah. habits. Yeah. Mm. So lots of people have approached me over the years to ask, um, I want to spread bright line eating in my country. And I've said no. <laughs> the reason that Irina has gotten to do this is because she owned a publishing company and bought the rights to the book. She didn't buy them from me. She bought them from Hay House. And uh, then all the work she's done to spread Brightline Eating in Norway has been in service of spreading the book. And the book came out as number two on the Norwegian national bestsellers yeah. list two years ago, yeah? yeah? It was the first country, um, the first language that Brightline Eating, the book, was translated into was Norwegian, the very first one. I haven't really told you this, but I hadn't really read the book before I bought the rights. <laughs> That's funny. I just knew that if Susan is writing a book, it's going to be so amazing. So <laughs> I just reached out to Hay House and they said, yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's not really finished yet, but you will have it once it's finished. That's right. awesome. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> that just just be positive and just assume good things. Mm. So um, because of what she did early on, she's become a pioneer also offering courses in Norwegian and starting a community of mm. people who don't speak English and offering them a way to do Brightline Eating in a way that's culturally relevant in Norway. What are some things that you changed about Brightline Eating or maybe modified to be more culturally relevant in Norway? So, um, like some of like the Norwegian traditional foods, they're yeah. really like so heavily into the NMF side, right? They're right. not my foods. Sugar and flour. Yeah. The sugar and flour. So what you would send to, uh, what would you take for work? It would be like slices of bread. You would not eat a warm lunch typically in Norway. Okay. So you have slices of bread with like sweet cheese and jam on it, for example. Yeah, and that's lunch. That, that would be lunch, right? And that would also be your breakfast, and that would also be your late supper <laughs> meal. So just awesome. finding Sugar, like, flour, and fat, right. all three meals. Right. Awesome. 
And uh, so just having like Norwegians understand that there are options. Yeah. It, it is possible to have a lunch and you can pack your lunch and bring it to work without having bread in it. Yeah. Just like those cultural differences. And we don't go out to eat normally during lunch breaks. Like you wouldn't go to a restaurant. Uh-huh. So, uh, and also what you would order in restaurants also differ a little bit from the U.S. Uh-huh. So it was all of those tweaks, like those yeah. daily routines you would need in order yeah. to succeed. And weighing food in grams instead of ounces. Right. Do your people weigh in grams primarily? Yeah. That was one of my main concerns when I started myself. Yeah. I don't even know how much is an ounce. Yeah. And then when I started, and I remember someone telling me, you can just switch the flip on your digital food scale and it will actually show you in ounces. Yeah, ounces, and, grams, ounces, grams. Right. You can just press back and forth. Right, yeah. the units, right? Yeah. And then what I found out, it was so much easier to do it in ounces. I know, I always tell people that. <laughs> and then, and even my translator who helped me with the book, she said, you can't put a, the, the food plan in ounces. And I said, it has to be in ounces. And here are the reasons. Yeah. Do you mind if I just say it? No, I don't those mind. Because yeah. I'm always the one who says this. It's right. great for someone who, li- who thinks in grams right. to actually explain it. Why is it better so, in ounces? First of all, I have some things about 28 grams. doesn't sound like a lot of food. So just having a quantity that I don't know how much is, like one ounce, uh, it was like I it it made the dif- like the distance to how much or little I'm eating. It made it like got it. You know. So the equivalent would be if in if you think in pounds, like you think your weight is 200 pounds or 250 pounds, you feel overweight. Just convert that to kilos if you don't think in kilos. And you're only 97. You don't care what you eat. You're only 97 kilos, right? So. <laughs> And also, because yeah. all the, if you look at the food plan, it's like four ounces uh, of meat, that's a protein. Yeah. Like uh, six ounces of fruit, that is like a, a fruit. So the servings are so much easier to automatize once you get into the habits of as half an ounce, one ounce, two ounce, four ounce, six ounce. Right. Instead of having to like think 28 grams. 113 50, grams what? of protein. Four ounces is 113 right. grams. Right. Yeah. And also, the last thing, of course, is that if you put a scale into grams, you will never be able to precisely weigh a blueberry. It's too precise. Yeah, it's yeah, too yeah. precise. So yeah. it's easier Like one to blueberry have... throws you over or under, and then right. you're like, now you're into cutting blueberries in quarters, which is ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't have that much willpower, at least. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So uh, if you're a human, translate, go over to ounces. So you convince <laughs> your people to actually yeah. weigh in ounces. Yeah. And they go along with it once you explain. And once they read the book, they understand, and there then they, they just follow the... There you Advice. go. So let's back up a little bit. Yeah. I want to talk about bright line eating in Europe in general. Now I know Norway is one country in Europe. It's an amazing country, but it's just one country in Europe. What do you think are, what's one of the first things that maybe someone in America might not realize about, you know, about, about overweight obesity, about bright line eating in Europe? What do you think is going right. on here in Europe? So the first thing people often ask me is like, but Norway, you don't have obesity. I mean, people, you are healthy. Right. You're sane. And I'm yeah. like, uh, no, we're not. <laughs> yeah. Seven out of 10 Norwegians are overweight or obese. Wait, wait. Seven out of 10 yeah. Norwegians? That's the same number as in America. Seven out of 10. We're, right. we, if, for, if you don't know the current stats, we're right now at 71% of Americans are overweight or obese today. 71%. 7 out of 10 for you too. 7 out of 10. And, yeah. Uh, this was the latest uh, research that came out last year. Yeah. And when it comes to obesity, I think the numbers for men and women are around 22, 23% of the population, like 1 out of 5 are obese. Okay, so 
20, 22%, 23% obese. Okay, so there's the difference. In America, we're now at 40% mm. obese. So that means that, that you have 7 out of 10 overweight or obese, but uh, more are overweight still. You haven't quite caught up right. with obesity. You're 23% obese. We're 40% obese. Right. But I'm, I think it's interesting that you say caught up because I think that we're heading in your direction. You're trending. Definitely. Right? Yeah, just a few years behind, right. basically. Right, and if we look at the food trends and what is being offered in the, in, in the stores here, it's yeah. so similar to what was... Yeah, like, the advertisements are the same. Like I look mm. at the billboards and it's all NMF, sugar mm. and flour everywhere. And actually, like you say, your cultural food is very heavy in sugar and mm. flour. It's just maybe in the past, maybe there were what better boundaries around meals and quantities that are now. What's, what's changing? Then? I think that like if you go back two generations, we were so poor that we didn't have any <laughs> options then to yeah. eat like the the, fast food the, and right, right, the, the, no, I mean, no. Before, like before, before the uh, fast food was yeah um, came to this country in the beginning of the eighties, we didn't really have an obesity problem. Right? How or, come? What was different? No, because you were poor. Yeah, well, we, we, or... we 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 ate normal foods. We didn't eat all of the industrial processed food. Right? We had like more like a traditional kitchen. Uh, and then after the, I think McDonald's was established in Norway in eighty one. Okay. And that you can see this, it start, that's where it starts. Yeah. That way, like, the shift starts. So for the last 40 years, people have just become fatter and fatter and bigger and bigger. So you think more processed foods? More processed foods. One of the big the differences. Reason, yeah. Mm. hmm I mean, you talk about historically the traditionally Norwegian foods were actually sugar, flour, like, you, you know, no. bread with sweet whatever. Right. But jam. I think it would be easier to handle all of that if you, like, had, like, a proper, uh, of course, the, the access to food wasn't as available as it is today, right? Right. Now you would like stop on your way to work, get something. Uh, on your way home from work, you'll get something. Mm-hmm. When the sugar crash happens at 3 p.m., you'll get something, right? So eating more often during the more day. More often, definitely. Yeah, totally. Mm. So one of the things that you're doing, like I said, is you're offering um, your you're offering a translation of the Bright Line Eating book and you're offering a course that people can take, yep. but it's different than the boot camp, yeah? Right, so, yeah, because, like, I, I'm a yoga teacher myself. Uh-huh. So I've included yoga, which I found is a perfect fit to everything uh, we learn in Bright Line Eating. I mean, I'm a huge... Everyone, okay, let me also add this. If you are fluent in English, if you can understand what Susan and I are talking about, go to her boot camp. I mean, that's what I did in 2015, right? Yeah. So, but there are so many people who reached out to me where, as the book came out, like saying, I don't speak English. How mm-hmm. can I do this? So, of course, there's a language barrier, also the cultural thing, and uh, including other beneficial stuff that I found helpful in my own journey. Yeah. And we have different journeys. Uh, and right. I also think that your uh, uh, ex- uh, experience is unique. Are you a seven on the scale? Do I remember that right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and, it's a little different like too. The yeah. first time I actually did your test, I was a five. Oh, but then you changed it. Yes, and then I beca- I came out as a six. Okay, uh, and I've tried to do it as bad as I possibly can, even like exaggerating a little bit, and then I came out as an eight. Okay, so, <laughs> so let's say we're doing a five and an eight. I, okay, and I, it's like sometimes, but I I treat myself as if I am a ten plus plus. Ah, so you're very. I'm very surrendered. I I don't even. I, when you say, like, some of you who are lower on the susceptibility scale might get away with this, I'm like, I'm not listening, I'm not listening. <laughs> yeah. Because I know that's what can trip me up. Yeah, you value your freedom yeah. too much. So I'm really, like, um, conservative. Good for uh, you. Right. 
Good for you. Because I feel that I have had the consequences as a ten plus plus.、Mm. You know, the consequences like what? What consequences? So、uh, feeling so bad about myself,、mm. the shame, really low self esteem, low self esteem, a lot of shame. That like, like desperate search for a solution. Like, why can't I just nail this? I get、mm. so much else done in my life. I have a career. I am、yeah. successful. Yeah. So why do I fail over and over again? Yeah. And there's nothing I want that I could risk me taking me back to that place. Yeah,、mm. yeah. Oh, sweetheart.、Mm. So, what I think is coming in Brightline Eating Land is that over the next few years, we will see more and more people representing different countries、um, being pioneers, like、mm. Irina.、Um, and,、uh, But not everybody who wants to do that owns a publishing company, so、mm-hmm. the road will be a little bit different. We don't we don't yet have an on ramp、um, for people who want to represent their nationality or their language to become a representative of Brightline Eating. But I think it's coming. We've been talking about、mm-hmm. this for many years,、mm-hmm. and、um, I feel it closer than ever. So if you're in another country or speak another language and you want to be a representative of Brightline Eating, I will say we don't have that mechanism yet. Unless you own a publishing company,、um, but I think it's coming.、Mm-hmm. And what's exciting is to look at the future. So,、um, speak a little bit about Norway in particular. How big is Norway, first of all? So we are five million people. Five million people, like the size of not even that big of a U.S. city. Right, half of New York. Right. Yeah, less. Right. Yeah. So I mean, half of Manhattan. Right, half of Manhattan. yeah, a third of <laughs> L.A. And、yeah. we are one of the longest countries in Europe. On the yeah, right. So,、um, what's interesting, even though the health,、um, uh, what do you call it, the healthcare system is really、yeah. conservative in terms of the golden standard, they would tell you if you if you want to lose weight, they will tell you exercise more and eat less. Does that sound familiar? Eat less, exercise more. Yeah. Raise your hand if that ever worked. <laughs> oh, whoops. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then. The, since we're so few people, you can actually make like me.、Uh, last time you were here, we were on public television. So、yeah. many people changed their diet after seeing Susan、yeah. on TV two years ago. Two years ago, when the book came out, I, I was in Norway and、right. we were on morning television. And they still、live. refer back to that, right? Yeah. So like one TV、uh, program,、uh, a lot of people I, I, I've met like they read an article, a magazine article、yeah. that I was featured in in twenty seventeen, right? And right after this. I'll be interviewed again on some sort, of, and there'll be some sort of what right. is this an article that's right, going to come a magazine, out, or a magazine、right. article that's going to come out. Right. So I know that just like because we're so few, right? One article like that can make a huge shift. Right. right. So even though we're a conservative country, new ideas have the possibility to be spread to take off to and take spread off. widely、right. and really to cover the whole country. So、mm-hmm. right now today, let me just tell you what's happening. Two days ago, two days ago. We had an event with a, about 150、yeah. attendees, most of whom were people in Norway who already do Brightline Eating,、mm-hmm. thanks to Irina and, and thanks to the Brightline Eating Bootcamp. Also, a lot of bright lifers coming from all over Europe: Latvia, Belgium, Switzerland, Sweden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And today, we're doing an event right here in this hall. With about eighty healthcare professionals、yeah. from all over Norway, including, for example, the one psychologist who works in the one bariatric surgery clinic. So all of Norway has one bariatric surgery no, office.、More. Oh, have, you do? Yeah, oh, I was wrong about right, that. Right, right. We、oh. do, but she's well, like one in in Oslo. The one in Oslo.、Yeah. Okay.、Mm. So,、um, and she does Brightline Eating. So、mm. now the person who 
consults with people before they get bariatric surgery yeah. actually starts to tell them about bright line eating. So it's interesting. Yeah. Again, it doesn't take that much. These 70 or 80 healthcare practitioners are going to, you know, blanket Norway yeah. and carry a different message. So, yeah. Because also, like, I've shared this with you, and it's, it's kind of embarrassing to say it out loud, but I got this vision that by spreading this word, and I'm a journalist, as my profession is a journalist, so I have like a duty to share this wisdom and this knowledge because people need it, right? And then in my morning meditation saying like, we will need to change health Norway, the healthcare mm. system, right? Yeah. So that's why I also like, even though I love helping individuals and like sharing the book and it's available in the library for free if you can afford it, so... And the knowledge is out there, but still I need to talk to the professionals as well yeah. because they are the ones who are sitting with the key to change. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, if we can just change Norway first, then you can like look to Norway, you can tell everyone like look to Norway. Yeah. And then we will have like this global shift. Yeah, totally. So <laughs> there's the possibility of doing that. You can actually change an entire country if you live in Norway. You can have an impact really over an entire country. And then that country serving as an example can spread throughout Europe. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have my team put a link below to uh, the talk that I'm going to give here um, in just a few minutes, just the slides of it so you can see for yourself. Um, and some of the publications that have come out. So mm. something that's different now as I talk to these healthcare professionals compared to two years ago is that Brightline Eating's been busy, busy collecting data and publishing that data. So again, of course, when you present to healthcare practitioners, if you have published findings, it means a lot more. So um, this stuff just takes time, mm. right? And from two years ago to now, we've done a lot more work. And so it's sort of like a... It's a movement that just takes time to get off the ground, but we're maybe on the precipice of a tipping point that's going to be pretty exciting here in Norway. You yeah. feel it? Yeah, I feel, Does it feel it's like, like that? whoa, it's happening. There's <laughs> yeah. a shift. And also one thing, one last thing, because a lot of people have also reached out to me, like, how can we do this in France, Sweden, you know, Switzerland? And I'm thinking the most important thing I have done is to take care of my own lines. I think no one would have been attracted to this if I hadn't been doing it myself. Your own Bright Line Eating program. Right. Yeah. Doing the program myself, that is what I'm thinking. Like when Susan was talking, she was a professor, she was a psychologist, doc like doctor in psychology, all of that, but the credentials that I was listening to that she's doing, you're doing this yourself. Right. That's what... And like, I'd been thin at that point for over a decade after right. having been obese. Yeah. Right. So like... Even though you don't own a publishing company, just yeah. like by doing it yourself, you will become what Susan calls us, a walking billboard. A walking billboard. Mm. Irina, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And that's the weekly vlog. I'll see you next week.